Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to Online Business Secrets. I've got my man Sanjay on the show today. So I've known Sanjay for a few years now. We first met back in, I think it was about 2018, early 2018, when I joined a quite a large Australian mastermind um, with the man Ben Simkin, one of my biggest mentors. It's taught me everything I know and possibly taught everything um, Sanjay knows too. Now, when I first met Sanjay, um, instantly, even back then, I walked away saying like that was one of the most happy, exciting, motivating dudes I've ever met in my life to this date. So, you know, anything from this point forward in this mastermind and this journey is going to be awesome if these are the people I'm meeting. Um, he's just so interested in what I'm doing, you know, wanted to know about all of it. So supportive, always, you know, following up, making sure everything's all right. Um, over the years, we've caught up multiple times with the mastermind um, in all different states all over Australia. And yeah, when I started deciding to uh, interview people on this podcast, I made sure that Sanjay was one of the, I think it was the first or second person I reached out to and said, man, I need to get you on the show. Um, you know, I want to learn more about what you do. I want to give you a platform to talk about what you do and um, how successful he's able to build his agency up to this point. So he's been living the high life. And what I like about this show is he talks a lot about creating like a vision board and how he's actually living every single thing on his vision board, which is something that I know how severe it is and important, but I'm yet to make one myself. So I think um, this week, after listening back to this podcast, it's given me the inspiration to go ahead and do that. So with that, I won't hold you on any um, longer. Make sure, yeah, sit back, take some notes because um, this is a good one. And yeah, I'll see you guys on the interview. Welcome to the official EntreHub show as guest number two. I appreciate you being oh, yeah. here. How's the, how's the bachelor life, high level I'm apartment living. going? <laughs> living the dream. Thanks for having me, Jack. Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. Really good. I kind of, um, I'm in the office today, as you can see in the background. Um, I usually come in a couple of days a week just to get some personal interaction, hang out with the team. But um, yeah. mate, like most days, I'm um, working from a balcony overlooking the ocean. At yeah, the home, it's insane. Which is uh, really, really cool. How long do you normally stay at one building for? Because I know you jump around a little bit. Is it more? How does it work? Because before I got with my partner, Sky, every time I would speak to you and be like, oh, that's, that's what I want to do. That's the life. <laughs> what it, is it like just long-term Airbnbs or is it like you actually rent for like sign for a six-month lease? I actually sign, I actually um, sign on leases um, usually for anywhere to six to 12 months. So probably like you started off um, reading the four hour work week and had that dream of just traveling all over the world and that sort of thing did that. And that was cool. But what I realized is to build a good business for me, I needed to be in one place for at least a few months, six yep. months, preferably. So I can settle, get a base, get a network around me, all yep. that sort of thing. Um, but, mate like like you know i'm kind of i want to be in flow so i'm always like when i evolve i want to move to the next place yeah and it's good having a sort of home base or somewhere that you can go and like set your shit up pretty much that you know where everything is you're you're not like trying to worry about where the next place is to go to i remember i when i was thinking about it i wanted to go live in byron for a little bit and then i was really thinking about for me at the time because i got a cat and I'm like, oh, if I do this and move to Byron, I'm going to have to bring the cat with me, get the cat up here. How long am I going to want to stay here for? I was there for like four days. By the third day, I was like, what does everybody even do around here? Like, I need like movement, <laughs> energy. So it's, I, that made me appreciate actually having one solid 
sort of home base, like you were saying, and how much it can impact everything else, like product productivity. Cause I guess you're not worrying about having to get to all these other new places. Totally, man. There, there's a balance there. Um, so you need to have, uh, you need to have some sort of structure so that you can have all your shit set up. As you said, yeah. um, for me, uh, I train CrossFit. So it's good for me to have a CrossFit gym to, to train at. Uh, very close to me yeah but like um so i you know i can just if i need to change i can change it's good to have your desk set up it's good to have like uh the right people around you all that sort of thing but i think you would agree in that after a certain period of time life starts to get a bit stale and you you stop being able to um really have that creative flow so for me um when that starts happening to me i'm moving straight away yeah do you have much furniture do you take around or is it just something that's all there when you get there Hell no, no furniture, man. So I I live quite minimalistically in that um, everything I own fits in two suitcases plus a guitar and a big guitar amp, which is really cool. No car, anything like that, no furniture. So um, I No worries. There's like no worries. No worries, fucking anchors where you're like, oh, this thing. Hells yeah. Bro, I have a um, a system procedure in my personal life where I can move my whole life to a new place in one weekend. Yeah. Basically pack up all my shit, sell everything I need to, get rid of all my stuff. I'm in the next yeah. place set up for work within a weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. So with tell us a little bit about um, what you're doing right now because you've been with Visionary or you started Visionary um, at one point. Is that all you've done in since getting into entrepreneurship or business correct yep so i uh, started visionary digital studios five years ago now yep. um cool milestone to get there to the five-year mark yeah, perfect. um yes that's all i've done man it's been like a hell of a ride so uh, i feel like starting business is so intense so for me um just single focused just went along with the ride through the I'm ups and downs yeah, I mean, I, like, I think uh, I can understand if you change focuses and use the lessons of the last venture for the next venture. I think you've done a lot of that, which is very, very intelligent. Um, I just make sure that I don't have more than one or two things going at a time so that yeah. my mindset is fully focused. Yeah, your 100 points in the day is just all in, which is so much more powerful. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I've got plenty of uh, plenty of mates that are running like three or four different ventures, and like got um, you know, three or four different things on their mind all the time, and uh, just being able to change your mind to different yeah. ventures is a mission, costs energy. One thing I liked about what you're doing, and thought it would be awesome to have you on our podcast, is one thing I've found, including myself, is when you're like, oh, I want to start a business, I want to fucking be an entrepreneur, I want to do all this stuff. Everybody, for some reason, just thinks like, I'm going to start a clothing brand. It seems to be like the major first thing, including me. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. me too. And then the next yeah. thing is like, cool, I'm going to do an e-commerce store, sell something. Then it's normally, I'm going to do drop shipping because all these Tom, Dick and Harry's are like promoting drop shipping on YouTube, whatever, like all these kids. So everybody just normally thinks, and including myself um, at the time, you just think, that's almost like all there is to do with business mm-hmm. and online business that there's nothing really else out there. And if you fail with drop shipping or you stuff up with the e-commerce side of things or things don't go as well, then you just throw in the towel and think, Oh yeah, well I gave that entrepreneur stuff a go when really there's like so much else out there. It took me years to really be like clients. What's a client? What's consulting? What's this? What's that? And then finally, learning all these things and then coming across like uh, yourself, like in the mastermind that we're in 
and um, or when I was in there, and then learning like, well, you do the like digital illustration videos for these businesses, these big tech companies. And then that thing, like you've said recently, that it's turned into a seven figure business and you've got staff in India, like it's absolutely crazy. Um, everything that's going on. One thing I wanted to know about this in relation to what we're talking about is like, how did you get started with this? Cause like I was saying, everybody's like, Oh, I'm going to do drop shipping. I'm going to do this or e-commerce. How did you get started with um, what you're doing now? Man, it was, it was a great story for me because I had no experience, uh, no business knowledge. I was a corporate dude, you know, all yep. I knew is following rules. Um, but for me, I joined mastermind, uh, actually very similar to yours. Come to think of it. Um, and that mastermind taught me from scratch how to build a business. Uh, what I've realized now, five years on, had I not been in that mastermind, had I not met those people, there's no way it's, it's very, very difficult to start a business on your own yeah, without yeah. Like really having someone take, take you under their wing, like my mentor did. And then having like a big group of people who are building at the same time as you going through the same challenges and all that. So man, um, that mastermind was like, just a, it was like build your own business and we will get your business to 10 K a month. Yeah. Um, just going through that experience was like really intense and really tough to learn all that sort of stuff. But that mastermind, that mentor plus the other hundred people that were doing it with me made sure that I got through that really difficult period. Yeah. That's awesome. So, how did it go with getting started? Did it take long to hit, hit the legs? Like, was there a moment where you were like, fuck yeah, this is sick. I'm doing this hundred percent. This is mad. Did it take long to get to the point where you're like, stuff it. I'm getting out of me corporate job now. Um, this is working. <laughs> it was a fucking mission, man. Yeah. As you know, um, I guess all business owners that have come through that understand how it is. So it took me um, with that mentorship, it took me six months uh, to, to get my business to a stage where I was like, okay, it's going to be a risk, but I'm going all in, quit my job and full time yeah. on business. Um, yeah. So that was a six month process, but over that, the course of uh, say a couple of years, I was um, going through so much difficulties um, making money, but all that money goes out um, on expenses to train yourself and to grow the business. Right. Um, yeah, lots of fucked up stress. Yeah. You no, know, um, lots of intense experience, but um, what you said was really, was really profound for me. Um, the, that whole time that I was going through the stress and the journey, I was always thinking like, this is the most glorious thing ever. This is the coolest experience in my life. It was like, it was just amazing. The amount of new experiences and new people and that sort of thing. So yeah, both glorious and heartbreaking. Yeah, you do. You, you get into it. You watch Gary V videos or you watch all these like <laughs> yes. Grant Cardone, like, Oh my God, man. Like, you know, entrepreneur. 10X, blah, mate. Blah. 10X. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Like, everyone's gonna want me everyone's gonna think i'm so cool and then you get into it and then quickly you realize like shit there is actually so much more i don't know than like just like first you get the product for a dollar and you sell it Humbling. for two dollars and you make you double your money like you're like oh yeah cool it doesn't work like that unfortunately and so sometimes true. i think you need that content though i think that oh, yeah. is like that motive but you're 100 right you you learn very quickly that there's a lot yeah of like then I feel work. like you get to a point where you, that content sort of like, uh, hurry up, go away, get to something that's like, cool. You, you, you like when joining our Ben's mastermind, that was where, when I jumped in there, I was like, 
I don't even know what language these guys are speaking. Like, I don't get it. Uh-huh. I don't understand what they're fucking talking about, but I'm going to dedicate everything to figuring it out. I'm going to annoy everyone in there asking questions until I get it. I was on Michael McNeish on his back every yeah. day. Like, sorry, I'm annoying you, but like, what is this name? <laughs> and then eventually it honestly just clicked one day. And I was like, oh my God, I've been thinking of things almost in reverse when I first got into the game or whatever you want to call it, I was like, cool, I'm going to make this product, this, this thing, and I'm going to sell it and people are going to buy it. And then waiting and expecting people to buy it when it wouldn't work like that. And then joining these masterminds, like you said yourself, when you first started and how important they are, because it teaches you like, it's almost in reverse. Who's the target? Who's the market? Who's the audience? What can you make or create to sell to them? Then this, whole nother world sort of opens up your marketing everything it's so interesting hey um when you first come into business you're only thinking about yourself and you're only thinking about cool how can i just get this product give it to someone and then make profit so i can go um live on the beach or whatever yeah yeah when you when you like learn from people who've been through it before go through a mastermind and um learn from people who are already successful you realize it's not really about me it's about how much can i give if the more that i give the more that i get in return the more that i can deliver value for customers and people around me the more that i will get my dreams in return yeah it's like a byproduct the more value you can give to someone as a byproduct the richer you will get so if you're broke and your business is fucking shit, literally, if you're like trying to sell a bunch of t-shirts to someone and you're like, why aren't I big and rich like Gucci or whatever? It's that's the, that's the secret. That's the formula. You're not giving like, as much as Gucci are. You don't, you yeah. haven't built enough value to give to people like Gucci have. That's the secret. And it's so, it's almost like too simple when I'll be like, cause I'm, I'm, I, I'm sort of um, straight to the point. I try to be you no know, fluffy, like, oh, la, la, la. Love that about like, your marketing. You're shit. What you're doing, shit. Like, do this. This is why it doesn't work. Some people, I feel like they, or the people that sort of, we work with like clients, members, students, whatever, they respect it, but they don't take it actually in. I think because it's so simple where you're like, mm-hmm. what, you're, what you're selling, I won't say directly, like what you're selling isn't wanted, but I'll try to make them see that like, is, whatever you have, is there value in it? Is there value in it to the person you're trying to sell it to? Because if there's not, Love it. that's why they're not buying anything. Which yep, it's great. It's a great way of teaching as well. You're not telling them because they won't learn the lesson that way. You're you're making them um, realize the epiphany for themselves. Yeah, that's like with Ben's group. They never. One thing Ben and Michael always said was, "But is that what they want?" Is that what they want? I'm like, yes, they want to start a clothing brand. So I'm going to make a course on how to start a clothing brand. But do they really want to start a clothing brand? And I'm like, yes, like that's what they want to do. And then it took me ages. I was, I was standing in the shower one day and I'm like, fuck, why is he being a dick? Like they want to start a clothing brand. Yes. And then I was like, what do I want? What do I want? I want money. I want to be successful. I want, and I was like, Oh my God, that's what they want. That's what they want. And then it it clicked. So one thing that that was also, sorry, go. No, no, no. You go, you go, you go. I I just wanted to say that that is also one of the most powerful epiphanies that I had in the mastermind. It's like, um, I'm basically saying exactly what you said in a, in a different way in the way that I understood it. But 
the, the more, the deeper you can understand your target audience, the deeper you can understand their desires, that what they yeah. truly want in their life and their problems, then the, the better you can serve them, the more value you can give them. So it's like, um, yeah, when, once you realize that it wasn't that they wanted a clothing company, once you realize what they actually wanted, then all of your focus, all of your products, everything you delivered was focused on how can I give them what they really want and yeah, that's massive value. Totally. Like Ben says, the thing that you've got, your thing is what's standing in the way from where they are now to where they want to be. In this case, it was like, like for you, it would be like the video, but the, the people want bookings or clients or whatever. So when you talk about think you want to talk about obviously how your videos will help them get the clients, the clients, the clients, the money, the blah, 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 the, how much more they'll make with me. It's like the course, they don't want to, they don't want to start, a, they do want to start the brand, but they want all the byproducts of, that come with that and so on and so on. With your yep, um, team and everything you've got, do you, I know you've got a lot, is it in India? All over the world. Um, yep. So in terms of uh, what sort a of lot countries of animations, very, very spread out. So um, in terms of the animation and the design, a lot of that's done in India. Um, yep. but we have local staff here. Um, to communicate with our clients is really, really important. Um, we have script writers. Our script writers are based in um, Madrid in Spain. Crazy. Um, How'd you get onto them? Athens in Greece. Uh, I mean, that was just introductions through other agencies. Um, now we've built long, many year relationships. And those, um, our script writers, it just happens that they were, um, one's American, one's Australian, but they're, they're also digital nomads, right? So they like to yeah. travel a lot. Um, so they're in all these strange, obscure countries, but we can work with them directly online. Yeah. And then, so how did you sort of build when you first started and was it you doing absolutely everything and then you decided, okay, I'm going to expand out. And then from expanding out, did you start deciding, okay, I'm going to get these guys and girls to do everything or was it more, I'll get, I need a high, did you, as you progressed and grew, did you think, now I need a script writer. Now I need an animator. Now I need an illustrator. Now I need a director. Did that just sort of grow as you went on filling different um, spaces or was it just one sort of come out and was like, fuck, I need a team. Here's all the people that I need in one go. Yes, that's exactly like that. Um, as exactly like you said, in terms of um, it started out as me doing almost everything. Um, I had a team doing the animations. That was five years ago. The same team are doing the animations today. Beautiful. Um, but I was right. I was writing the scripts. Um, I had introductions to maybe one or two voice artists. Um, I was doing all the strategy. I was running all the projects. It was all me basically. Yeah. Um, and, but then as we, as we developed our craft, as we got better and better at this skill, then I started, instead of having me writing scripts, I hired specialists whose job it is every day to write, write video scripts. scripts. Yeah. We love doing that. Um, I, I started hiring voice artists all over the world who have the right ac accent for target audiences, the right personality uh, for certain yeah. brands. Yep. It's cool. Um, we, uh, we've got a creative manager here um, in Australia, uh, reason being because they understand Australian communication standards, they understand Australian quality control, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, so yeah, just started hiring more and more, um, as you, as you know, delegate and elevate, right? So getting, um, specialists that can do the job better than I can to, um, take over different parts of the job so I can focus on other things. Yep. Awesome. With everything that's gone on and the success first off, 
who would you say now have you progressed with clients that you from when you started did you have like a we're going to service these businesses or were you more like we're just going to service anyone that wants a video or did you have a set um client or target and since then because i know you your price increased have you now gone to another specific individual 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 audience like who how did that journey look yeah so as a lot of businesses um at when we first started i would serve anyone and everyone yeah. um, anyone who wanted to be a client could negotiate yeah. with me and you know that would be fine actually that lasted quite a long time um until we had enough of a client list to start choosing then gradually what i what i realized is we have an unfair advantage um, when working with tech companies because um, I have a corporate tech background, our team, many of them also have corporate tech backgrounds and experience. So we started going for more tech companies. Yep. Um, as we started getting better and better, more and more premium, I realized the more clients we had, the more our relationships deteriorated. So I wanted to focus on having less clients, bigger deals, more expensive deals. Yep. Um, so we started focusing on bigger and bigger tech companies. So right now we work with um, international tech companies, generally very experienced CEOs um, who are running a really good business and have a really big vision. Did you, with moving into the, the bigger tech companies, um, did you find that, like, are you working with them longer? Are there, or is it more just like one, one job and that's it? Or is there more work coming out of it? Because one of the benefits with illustration, which I'll, I'll, we'll talk about in a minute, um, I feel like they're, they're super powerful for very specific needs. So whether some, some videos might be better getting like it filmed, like a, an actual camera thing, whatever, but illustration videos would work um, like way more powerful in specific industries. Do you find that now has things one has things got so much better that you specifically went into like tech businesses. Can you charge more? Um, is the jobs easier? Are the jobs, are they getting more jobs out of it? Yes, 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 yes. So there's, uh, I mean, you probably taught me this back in the day. There's three different ways that you can increase your revenue, right? You can get um, new clients, but you can also increase the lifetime value of that client. Yep. Um, so raise your prices or you can um, increase the number of times that clients buy. So rather than trying to get more and more clients, we actually focused on increasing customer lifetime value. Yep. Um, so the idea being um, delivering more value, first of all, as we were talking about before, and because we were delivering more value, then we we're able to raise our prices. But then also um, what I found is that once we'd worked on a video project, because um, it's just a cool product, we make cartoons, right? So yeah. every client is next level delighted. They just, they just love them. So I realized based on that goodwill, we could then offer them a full suite of digital marketing services yeah. and they already had trust with us. They already loved our work. So um, yeah, we started, we started having less clients, but delivering more and more services and value to them. Would you do um, just like a, the one major video and then go into doing things like for social media um, pages, like Facebook pages, Facebook ad videos? Is that sort of the, when you say sweet, it started off with just like, when you approach, when you approach someone, um, mm -hmm. a business, is it just for the one video? Like, do you have a sort of, like for me, let's say if it's for my agency stuff, 
It's like, oh, you want more clients? Yeah, we'll run some Facebook ads and get you more clients. But then we awesome, can do yep. emails. Is that sort of how when you get that first contact with a, a tech company, is it we want to help you make a video for your website or what, how does that work? Very, very much like that. So um, because we're targeting tech CEOs who are experienced, already got traction, they've already got a website, generally yep. already got some marketing, but they don't have videos. So we realized that was our avenue in, but this comes back to what we were discussing before about knowing your audience because we know what that they want, want such yeah. a deep level what they want. We understood that um, these tech companies, they've got so many things going on. They can't, they don't feel like they can trust marketing agencies. Once you've delivered a good project, what they really want is a digital marketing partner that they can trust and that they can have for a lifetime. So yeah. once I realized that I, I started offering the videos and then after the video, like even during the project, letting them know that we offer the full suite of services. Once we've earned their trust at the end, we go, okay, cool. Now this is what your roadmap is for the next few years, which yeah. has been really powerful, but um, comes down to exactly what we were discussing before, man. It's because we understand them at such a deep level that by the end of the project, it's, it's a no brainer. We've got such a good vibe. Um, yeah. They are the perfect customer for us. We're the perfect vendor for them. Awesome. Since all of this and the success and the growth to seven figures and getting into online entrepreneurship or just entrepreneurship um, from sort of the corporate world, has your, how has your life changed? Do you feel, I know you're, you're sort of like me, you like to live minimalistic. I just noticed one of the videos I, every week. I try to post two videos to my EntreHub Instagram page. How yeah, awesome, man. I'm, I'm watching them. I'm, I'm being inspired by them. I literally have like two outfits on and that's it. Every single photo <laughs> I've got this hat love on or a pink one or this hoodie or the white one. And I'm like, people are just going to think. I love it. And, you, much, and you're a fashion mogul as well. I just wear the same clothes every day. But do you feel um, <laughs> like your life has changed for the better like has it significantly grown have you been like wow this is like i'm living the dream that i wanted to live and how's how has that changed very much so mate very much so um i'm gonna just be super frank and straight up um with it at the risk of sounding like i'm bragging um but i'm doing it no go for it value right um I guess I'm, I'm literally living my wildest dreams that I had a few years ago. You know, I, I'm always writing vision boards and like writing mission statements and things. And my life these days is almost exactly like, like I'd planned a few years ago. Things like um, I'll, I'll wake up. Um, I live in the Hilton at the moment. It's pretty cool, right? <laughs> I live I'm, in the Hilton. I'm working. I live in the <laughs> Sorry. Working, um, on a balcony with the ocean in the background. Um, I have the coolest friends. You're an example. Like um, my friends are doing things like you running masterminds, like running companies. Right. Um, I'm just happy. I'm happy every day. I'm in the health of my life, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm saying that from a place of like um, trying to, trying to give, like it's definitely possible. Um, yeah. All of sure. my friends have done it. You've done it. Um, it's definitely like this dream is definitely real, but I also want to say that there's an equal caliber of problems and stress and fucked up shit that goes on yeah. in my life all the time. As the dreams get grander, the problems get more fucked up. Yeah. It's good to look back though. And you think there's last year for me personally, probably July, probably this time last year, I was in one of the the most lowest mental anxiety driven states ever because i was i didn't i didn't have anything going i didn't know what i really wanted to do i didn't know i knew i knew all this shit i knew i was like i, I know stuff but i don't know what i want to do i don't know where i want to put it all and 
it was, I was having panic attacks. I remember pacing up and down my hallway thinking like, oh my God, it's all over. Oh my God, it's all over. Like, <laughs> like mom, I don't know what to do. And she's like talking shit, just being traditional old mum, whatever. And I was <laughs> freaking the fuck out, but put it all on myself. Like just overthinking that pressure, everything come out. Everything was great. Everything was fantastic. Everything grew, blew up. Everything was perfectly fine after it like a couple months later. But like you said, like it does come with these moments, these low spots, these like valleys that you go into of death. But when you come back out again, it's almost nice to look back and be like, Oh my God, joke about that time. or be like, I'm so grateful. I, I felt like that. That's it's almost oh, yeah, at the you, time. You leveled up. Yeah. Yeah. At the time you're like, that's some, sometimes I, I like anchor myself to that, that, I feel so scared and so shit right now, but it must mean that something good is about to come. Every single time that's happened to me, like hand on whatever, however that works, every single time that I've gone personally, to a moment in my life where I was like, everything's going to shit. Oh my God, like this is the worst point of my life. Come out of it 10 times, like 10 times as big as that moment that I was once feeling. 100%. Man, as you know, I'm, I'm across your Instagram content and watching your stories all the time, right? And learning from it. The reason the reason you have that wisdom is because you've been through some fucked up shit. I, like, yeah. I know your backstory from plenty of our discussions, but because you've been through that, you're able to mentor people and, and teach them. And you fucking, um, I've watched you like meet your dream girl, launch businesses, like um, you've got cool clients, all that sort of thing is a result of everything you've been through. And I also have a similar story. Yeah, it's awesome. With um, we keep talking about investing. That's another thing I I try to not to push on people to like buy our stuff, but just how important it is. Like yourself have said, and like I've mentioned as well in here that it's like in would you say investing in mentorship or investing not just mentorship, but like if like if if even your clients, like if there's someone out there listening that does have a tech company or does have a big company, like how important it is to invest in a service or product like yourself or a service or product like a mentorship, because it's like a, like a shortcut. Would you say that it is something that is so crucial? And I would say it's absolutely mandatory. Um, for me, I'm always in a mastermind um, for, yeah, for that exact reason. If you, if you don't know what you're doing, which is practically all business owners, um, then you need a mentor that's already achieved what you want to achieve yep. who can then reverse engineer that for you. And you, know, you still have to go through the hard lessons as me and you discussed, but when you have a mentor there that can tell you, okay, this is the pain you're going through right now, but it's not going to last forever. This is what's going to happen. This is what you should do. It's so, it's so valuable. Like uh, it's very, uh, it's painful to watch someone try to do business without going into a mastermind or without having a mentor because you're like, man, you could, you could get through these problems so much quicker and yeah. so much easier if you just had a mentor. Like the problems aren't as bad as you think. Yeah. Um, and the mastermind as well, same thing to, to have like, you know, a group of say um, 20 to a hundred people that are going through the same problems, the same lessons as you is, 
unfathomably valuable like even down to the point of you log onto social media and everyone on your social media is the people in your mastermind yeah. who are like teaching you about mindset or um you know going through the same issues your friends are all people that are super wise intelligent switched on reaching up it just becomes normal for you to be around people that are like reaching up for for big goals so yeah i mean if anyone's listening how can i possibly um inspire you to to join a mastermind uh, it's it is arguably the most important thing yeah and it's not the mo i think people don't people that are new or even people that have been in business for ages but just have like they've just been rocking their own way thinking that it's right they might be stuck at a level where they think oh this is just the level that we get to and that's it you can bust mm-hmm. through that level one issue i think is they don't find the value in masterminds because it's like almost can be ego like yeah but i fucking got where i am doing this so like i don't need help who are you then the second thing is like (laughs) the money though like i know with um the one that we're in that could when the first time i got in it then i left because i was like i don't have the time i was still working my day job i don't understand the language it was like two thousand bucks a month at that time expensive yeah and then it went down to like 1500 or something around there 1500 two grand and at that time, I was like, I'm paying this because it's going to give me the biggest kick in the ass to like hurry up and learn. And I was in yeah, there for exactly. probably just over a year. And that, that was the point that like everything changed for me. I remember my bank account in like 2016, 2017 was like on a steep decline because I, I wasn't <laughs> figuring out what I wanted to do. And then I still was like, I'm going to join the mastermind, even though it's 1500 bucks a month, but I'm going to commit day and night i'm not going to sleep i'm just going to read watch learn all all in baby yeah and literally i think it was probably about the the second or third month in there i started a an online program and using what i'd learned and i'm not even talking shit the first month we i don't know i might have only done like six thousand dollars in sales then the next month it went to like six thousand dollars a week then the the couple weeks after that all of a sudden it was like ten thousand dollars a week then it just it was just blowing up. And I was like, what the hell? And if I didn't invest in that mentorship, that even though it was costing me a freaking arm and a leg, what it seemed at that moment, there is no chance, like no chance I'd be here. There's no chance I, personally, I would have been able to, there's no chance I'd know what I know right now. It just, none of that wouldn't exist without a um, mastermind. Like you said, they're so important. 100%. And that, that investment that you made in that year keeps on giving probably for the rest of your life in terms of, oh, yeah. I mean, me and, you, me and you, you are having this conversation as a direct result of that mastermind, right? Um, I know that you're still in touch with Ben, the number one Facebook marketer on the planet right now. Yeah. Um, you're, you're still friends with all those people. So it's like that, the mindsets you learn, the people you met will keep on giving for the rest of your life. Yeah. So what I want to also ask and give the um, opportunity to speak about is like why personally in your own experience, cause that's what you do and you get to see all the results and everything. Why do you think like these illustrated animated videos are so important for a business? What sort of businesses would benefit the most? What sort of video like um, explanation videos? Why are they, why do you feel like they're so important and why they are so valuable to a business? So what we found is um, for tech companies, the tech companies that we work with, they have these uh, these really complicated solutions. So tech moving at a million miles an hour right now. So every tech solution um, offers massive, massive value 
um, they're automating a lot of things. They're like uh, doing doing a lot of business functionality a lot better, right? But the problem there's a disconnect in that it's very difficult for a technical company to explain to a business how much value their product is going to give. Definitely. Um, definitely right and to make matters even worse or even more difficult um now with the internet your potential pool of clients is global so a tech company can sell to anyone australia-wide even worldwide so with videos um the advantage is you can have your solution really complex solution explained less than two minutes um and then you can uh transmit that message all over australia or all over the world using digital marketing we, we actually do all sorts of videos. So we also do live action videos as well. But um, with tech companies, often we're suggesting animated or illustrated videos because they can be larger than life. They can break down really complex concepts. And they're they fun to watch simple. too. They're fun. They're engaging as well. Like you, you, you don't see much else like that on the newsfeed in LinkedIn or Facebook. So um, they capture attention. Um, so what I'll say though, for your audience is that um, it doesn't like necessarily mean that you need to work with a, a high end production company. It's just uh, what you need to know is that video is super, super engaging. You're going to communicate a lot more powerfully, a lot better and a lot wider distances with videos. If you can't afford a professional agency, then um, you're going to need to find a way to self-produce videos, which is totally fine. You can do that. Um, but once you produce that video, then that becomes the gift that keeps on giving for you and your team. Yeah, I, I think they're awesome. Like, especially with tech too. Um, and now I know like speaking with yourself over the couple of years, um, it seems like you've gone more narrow, more narrow, and now into like the tech industry. And like you said, mm -hmm. it's so important. So crucial for tech companies, because a lot of the time, if you start saying things like, I don't know if it's for a CRM or something like that, and you're trying to sell it to like the general public, small businesses to use your your CRM software, it's like, what the fuck's a CRM? And you're like, exactly. oh, it's for tracking calls and da da da. And then it's like, okay, I still don't get it. And like an animated video can explain the whole thing. And like in illustrations, like almost a um, animated instruction manual of exactly what it is where if I'm just sitting here talking to a camera, still not going to understand anything that I'm saying, even if I'm like, so we're going to have like columns and then we're going to have these other things and the tiles you can <laughs> down still doesn't make sense. But with an animated exactly. video, it's all right there and moving and you're watching and it's engaging and there's text and fonts. I think it's a visual, uh, visual demonstration. Yeah. Um, you can use it for yeah. anything. Yep, definitely, definitely. And I think um, really, really important, this is where our conversation starts coming, uh, what is it, 180 degrees, 360 degrees. Uh, we, when we're putting together a video for a client, and if you're even if you're self-producing a video, we, we're actually breaking down the client's service and then working out the message that the audience needs to hear. So it's about giving value to the audience. What yep. do they need to learn? What words do they need to hear? What, what are their true problems and desires? And then we're presenting the product in a language or a framework that the audience can understand. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So with now everything that's going on, what's in store for the future for yourself? What's in store for the future with your business? You're going to need like new goals, any new, any, you want to move to a higher apartment. You want to live in <laughs> Vegas or something. What's, what's the plan? Um, in terms of lifestyle, uh, man, I, like I literally got everything that I needed that I wanted really. Um, I mean, I'm happy every day. Like, so there's, there's nothing else that I want. Uh, 
in terms of lifestyle, I don't want to buy anything else, um, yep. nothing else like that. Um, in terms of business, um, it's about making impacts for us. It's make, about making global impacts. Reasoning, it just makes me feel fucking good. Yeah, definitely. Um, make impacts. Um, even better if like there's a team in India or we've got teams in um, the Philippines and, and they're making money because of us and they are super happy to deliver their best work in our projects. That makes me fucking happy. So yeah, awesome. I guess that's just it. So that's, um, I guess, bigger impact is the, is the only thing. Um, and the way we're going to do that is um, bigger projects for bigger companies. The idea being if, if our team is controlling the type of messages that go out into the world, then that's how we're making our impact in the world. If we're impacting bigger companies, then um, hopefully that impact moves on to their audience and their clients as well. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's something I, I don't have like a, a real team under my belt that's my own team i just outsource contractors and whatever so i would never yet i'm yet to personally feel what it would feel like to support other people's lives but that's something that i strive so hard to want to be able to feel and achieve and it's awesome that you feel that way and you think that way and that's your outlook on your staff your employees because i know probably like yourself too working for other people you're just like you're a fuckhead and you don't give a shit about anyone. And even talking to like exactly. friends, I talk to like my friends and some of them are tradies and the way that they just think about their staff and employees and just like, Oh, he's a fuckhead. He's a lazy cunt. Oh, this, that. Oh, you don't Unbelievable, hey. Yeah. I'm going to fucking get rid of him, get someone else in, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, maybe what if you give, what if you help the, the kid understand like life a little bit better? Cause if they're just going, Oh, he's just going out on the weekends on the gear. You did that too. Like back when you were his age, exactly. why don't you like be a mentor and show him like, Hey, go have your fun. But, um, they don't, a lot of people don't actually care about the staff or employee or about the, it's the business. Like they're part of your business, man. It, it's so, that's so, it's such an important point. It's like, it's not, it's same with, as with clients, like with your team, it's your responsibility as director to give value first then you can ask for value in return. Um, and I, by the way, I see it the same way in, um, in outsourcing and contracting. Um, we, we run a lot of more innovative style of contracts, the same style of contracts you run as well. Um, but, but, but I see it as like they're our team. So again, like even though they're working for us, we, give, we want to be giving value first. We want to understand what's their deepest dreams. What do they want to achieve? What types yeah. of projects do they want to do? Then we make sure we bring them that value so that we can also ask, look, I want you to over deliver on the money that we're giving you. Um, and that's just works beautifully for everyone. Yeah. That's something I somewhat without trying to feel like with what you're saying, I've never even thought about it like that, which is something that I'm going to consider now all the time. I think you do it naturally, dude. I can tell by the way that you, you speak in the content you deliver. I know that you do it naturally. Thanks man. What I try to do is if I'm like, how much is it going to cost? And as long as I'm not looking at it, like, like, especially for using people in like India or these other countries that the income might not be as significantly high as like what we get. I don't try to really bargain with anyone. Like I'm not like, Oh yeah, you do my logo for 60 bucks. Oh, can you do it for 40? I'm more like, That's yeah, sweet, worst. 60 yeah. bucks, awesome. Lock it in, take it. And then I'll, do you, I'll pay up front. I'll pay right now. I trust you. Love it. I trust you. And then the next person uh, with my new project, uh, we're fixing up the whole website, got a developer, Priyank. He's from India. 
And um, his first quote was like 1400 US dollars. And I got another quote at the same time. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get your quote and then go see if I can get a better quote. I asked two people at the same time. He got back first. The other guy got back mm-hmm. with like, he said $700. And I was like, okay, seven. that's obviously nearly half. But Priyank, I was already talking to him. He seemed like a younger, like younger than us, younger dude. Um, and he understood that what I was trying to achieve with my website. So I was like, you know what? I respect you. And like, I'm so grateful that you under, understand what I want with the website where the other guys, I'm sure they would have done it and been able to do it. Mm-hmm. But the, the connection I had with Priyank was just this young dude um, just talk like talking like this on, on Skype calls. And he's like, yes, yes, yes. It's okay. I know what you, what you want. We'll make <laughs> it happen. And I was like, dude, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. You take it. And as a result, he's like, when I asked for a little fix or something, he's just like, yeah, sweet. Yep. Don't worry. I'll do it. It's going to take me five minutes. So you do get Love that it, respect man. back from them. You know, like you, what a couple of things you said there that make you um, the, the pinnacle and the minority of business owners when using outsourcing. First of all, you used his name a couple of times, like so casually, which shows me that you like actually treating him like a person, not just yeah. an outsourced dude. That separates you from almost every other business owner that just thinks of like them as just someone that gets stuff done for me. But also like um, it's, it's not about like outsourcing isn't about getting things done as cheaply as possible. It can be that, but the best companies in the world don't outsource to get things done cheaply. They do it because you can you can find someone overseas that has a skill set which is lifelong, um, and you can pay them more than they can get in their own country, and they can deliver your clients skill sets that they could never get for the same price in a local market. So yeah, you're, like, totally. you're connecting and giving value both ways. Um, and if you see it like that, which I feel like you do, you do naturally, then um, you're delivering impact both ways and like just creating that kind of bubble of good vibes around your company. Yeah. Like if you're one thing I like to look at it is like, and you sound the exact same. You're not in this business game to be like, I want the fucking Lambo and I want this and all. it's like to make an impact and maybe like a bit of personal um, development and growth, like these goals I want to build. So when that separates what someone like someone that's real, to someone that's just in business for like ego because people like 100%. us, we're like, well, what's the extra, I don't know, a hundred dollars a month in my pocket that I could be giving to Priyank or someone else that you're using that would make their life so much better and so much easier in return. You're not thinking, oh, I'll give them that because then they'll do extra for me. But in return is like a natural thing. They're going to be like, thank you so much. Like, and they'll perform higher they'll go over and beyond for you and you're going over and beyond for them and everybody wins but it's the people that are like and we've all had bosses and friends and people around us that are oh they want to save a couple dollars or something like what the fuck are you even going to spend that on that extra someone exactly. else you could have you're going to put it in the bank and like life. scrounge it yeah like why you, you're causing all this drama in your own life and all this sort of like tension between everyone because you're trying to barter as low as you can but um yeah it's great it's great that yeah hearing that that's how you also appreciate all these other people under you and how you see the world and treat people it's awesome 
bro, there's a, there's a beautiful karma in business and um, like it absolutely, absolutely happens. And the other thing is real recognizes real. Like I, I knew that about you before we even had this conversation. You would have known this about me before we had, Definitely. Had this if you haven't you listened to my story you know, yet, that's literally what I say before this thing about you. It, well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, I haven't. Um, that's the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm speaking to my man, Sanjay, and I'm like, he's legit one of the most excited, happy, positive, supportive people I know. I wouldn't see him for months. Second I walk in there, what are you doing? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love it, man. I cannot wait. Cannot wait to watch that forwarded onto my network. So as one of the last things in um, these episodes, I guess, what's, um, do you have a piece of advice like, for someone or that you live by personally, like, um, or maybe it's a routine or something like every time I wake up, I need to, I don't know, go for a run or work out, or is there a piece of advice or something that you live by or that you would like to pass on and say, this is the thing drinking coffee with butter in it, something. <laughs> I mean, bulletproof <laughs> coffee is definitely the thing, yeah. but, <laughs> but, um, to keep it more, um, high level yeah like a lot of people um are asking me like all business owners get a lot of people asking them how do you make it through that first few years and make it out the other side yes. and i kind of like put it thought about it a lot right obviously you get asked a lot more but i've put it down to a formula which i think can like as close as possible guarantee you success and that is if you okay so number one is you have to do the hard work so i'm going to say at least 50 plus hours of work per week. Yep. Um, number two is join a mastermind. Um, mandatory to have a mentor that's been there, done it before, already living the dreams you want to live and you know as many people as possible around you, helping you achieve that goal. Number three is one book a week, read or listen. Um, and number four is network. So what the type of people you have around you, the social media content you have around you um, needs to be positive. So if you can get those four things in line, hard work, join a mastermind one book a week, um, have people and the social content around you being positive, then you're almost guaranteed to make it. The people who don't make it through um, are usually missing one or all of those pieces. Definitely. It's basically just consuming your fucking life in every way, shape or form with knowledge and power and support and everything that you want to do. If you're, if, like this business stuff, then the friends that you have around you, you can have the friends around you, but if they're dickheads, then it's best to sort of put them on the, like the second circle out of you. And 100%. Yeah. And fill it with 100%. people that are like you. I love it. I, I, I love it. You framed it mate, so much easier. It's just like all in, all in four hour yeah. work weeks are possible, but that comes like, that comes down the track for the first few years. You're fucking all in. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks so much for coming on the show, Sanjay. I really appreciate you being the uh, yeah number two guest. It's always good. I haven't oh, yeah. since I got out of the mastermind and always planned to yeah come up to Queensland. So once all the borders and everything um, unlock or whatever, I'll definitely be coming up there. Mate, we're do we've got to do uh, rooftop cocktails and business discussions yes. whenever you can get down here. Hundred percent. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, man.
Legend. Thanks, Jack. Always a pleasure. Mate, before I go, actually, I want to say um, thank you as well. I've learned so much out of your content. I still, um, you will know that I'm following your Instagram stories and following your content online. So yeah, keep the wisdom up. I am also learning heaps from you. Appreciate it. I appreciate that heaps. Also one thing, I really appreciate that. Thanks, Sam. Um, where can we find you? Where, where's the, we check out your, your website. I'll put all the links everywhere as well, but just, um, yeah, where's, where's the best spot to find you? If someone's like, I want one of these videos. Legendary. Yeah. Um, hit us up on www.visionarydigitalstudios.com. And then we have all the social media platforms from there. Awesome. Thanks so much. Cool. Thanks brother. Awesome. Catch buddy.